Hacks is back for season three, and so is the official Hacks podcast. In each episode, Hacks creators Lucia Agnello, Paul W. Downs, and Jen Statsky speak with cast and crew members to unpack the Emmy-winning comedy series. You'll hear Hannah Einbinder and Gene Smart speak to their on-screen dynamic, along with stories from the show's writer's room, on-set antics, and creating the world that Deborah and Ava inhabit. Watch Hacks, streaming exclusively on Max, and listen to the official Hacks podcast on Max or wherever you get your podcasts. Me. Focus Features presents Back to Black. I want people to hear my voice and just forget their troubles. Experience the music and her story. Know this. I ain't no spy girl. Like never before. That's my daughter. That's my Amy. On the big screen. I want to be remembered. For just being me. Amy Winehouse, Back to Black, directed by Sam Taylor Johnson. Rated R, under 17, not a minute without parent. Only in theaters May 17th. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. What's up, Stradios? It's George and Sam here again to remind you that we have a holiday earnestness bonanza coming up. And uh, you got to send us your questions uh, to stradiolab at gmail.com. George, any additions to that? I just want to say, send us your questions to stradiolab at gmail.com in case Sam's um, rendition of that wasn't clear. <laughs> yeah, as it's as this is now canon, sometimes I can um, falter in my communication. Sometimes it's really difficult to understand, Sam. <laughs> um, and that's where I come in. No, this is psychotic and unfair. And I'm being, this was supposed to be the shorter one. And now it's turning toxic. Oh my God. Wait, just to clarify, send us questions. <laughs> and also, this is a holiday earnestness bonanza. That's a, a name we came up with seconds before pressing record on this very intro. The holiday, your grandkids are going to want to know where you were when the holiday earnestness bonanza came out. Yeah, and your grandkids listen to this podcast. <laughs> and your grandkids transcend time. And yeah, your grandkids are gay. So get over it and get buy them a new it. iPod. Jesus. It's 2057. <laughs> We're underwater. Your gay grandkids suck and they listen to this podcast. So maybe stop being so stupid and accept that. And send us your questions. Okay, enjoy questions. enjoy this we episode. Love you. Bye. Bye. <laughs> Okay, then podcast, podcast starts now. Podcast starts now. What's welcome, up? welcome, bitches. Hey, glamour to, girls. Hey, glamour queens and girls. Glamour girls. Um, sorry, branding. Hey, glamour girls. Welcome to the show. Uh, this Sam, is Radio Lab. So difficult for you to accept that our official branding is glamour girls. You said three other terms before you landed on it. <laughs> well, you know, I find that it feels a little bit forced to try to brand as glamour girls at this stage. You know, we're I want to say 30 or 40 eps in mm -hmm. and it's you know it doesn't really have anything to do with us except that we decided it so it just feels a little dishonest you have an issue with sticking to recurring bits i do actually this is true you find it hack i do actually this is very true can you explain that <laughs> i feel like if something works like 
organically on this podcast once, mm-hmm. whenever you try to repeat it, it sucks again. Like it, like not as like a segment. Like I think segments, you you know, I under that's a framework to sure, work in. Sure, sure. <laughs> but if it's like a naturally funny thing that we stumble across, right? It feels. Um, dishonest yeah. and therefore hacked. so our segment shout outs which i have been campaigning to get rid of for full 10 months remains <laughs> and yet glamour girls the extremely marketable term that we came up with for our listeners has to leave after one episode <laughs> no we can keep glamour girls definitely our listeners are obviously glamour girls and they know that and we know that and it was wrong of me to uh, push it to the side because that is who they are. Okay, we, we need which other. For instance, I think something we can bring back is the segment "Is she there yet?" where we ask our guest if someone is there yet. <laughs> and but, here's what I will say: Yeah, you I think hate that. Geni- I think it's a genius, uh, organically found bit. Yeah, that you know, if we find ourselves potentially talking about uh, a pop star or an actress yeah. or something maybe a tech conglomerate, we can ask, is she there yet? And maybe it'll feel authentic and kind of a callback to that. But I think as a segment, then we have to think like, okay, are we bringing like names? Like, are we going to bring, like, are we going to say like, this is our segment. Is she there yet? And we're going to like provide names and like yeah. then discuss. It's like, almost that's a like whole you're thing. so purposefully against growing our podcast and <laughs> well, and kind of doing things that we need to do in order to, um, to retain listeners you know i will say i feel very attacked at this moment i feel like you've been thinking about this and you know we could have done this on a private conversation and yet you're we're streaming live to millions of fans yeah we had a we had a call last night uh peek behind the curtain (laughs) we are considering uh various doing various things such as merch and i in fact remained silent during that call because i said i'll say what i want to say on air (laughs) so it was just you talking and me nodding yeah, and I was sort of like, "Wow, George is being so easygoing. He's normally extremely difficult to work with." Right. And little did you um, know, I disagreed with everything you were saying. <laughs> My thought bubble was like, "What the fuck is he talking about?" That was your face. That was definitely your face when your thought bubble is, My "What the fa- fuck is he talking about?" <laughs> you were. I was being silent, but then I was kind of posting my face when Sam says another <laughs> stupid idea. <laughs> Okay, well, George, if you want to lead the charge, we can have a new segment called Is She There Yet? But see, that's the thing. Now I'm like, I see it. I'm an empath, so I see it through your (laughs) eyes, and that's how I know it's bad. I recently had this experience because I was watching a film that I think under normal circumstances I would have liked, but the person I was watching it with clearly didn't like it. So then I thought, okay, this is stupid. Has that ever happened to you? Yeah, that has obviously happened to me. When you're like... I mean, it happens with like TV shows. It happens with music a lot, yeah. where you're like, "This is incredible," and you play it, and it's like, what? "Well, I mean, it's obviously stupid because you hate it." Right. But I don't know if that's an empath <clears throat> as much as like needing approval of people. Well, I think those are the same thing. <laughs> I think being an empath means uh, speaking constantly mm-hmm. with the goal of uh, external validation. I think being an empath is thinking about yourself and yourself entirely and sort of how you are perceived by others and working to make it so that how others perceive you is really positive. Yes. M-path. The M is me (laughs) spelled backwards and then path means that it's pathological. It's pathological, which is good. Being an empath means being a pathological narcissist. (laughs) And that's that on that. And that's that on that, <laughs> hunty. Uh, I love a natural wrapping up. I mean, <laughs> that was like really clean, actually. Yeah, that was so clean. Are we? Never mind. <laughs> what? Uh, what, you, what was your? What was the riff that we'll never know? <laughs> the riff was. The riff was. Are we? Are we on pure for men? Because this is clean. <laughs> but I couldn't find a way to like stick the landing so i stopped myself but thank you for making me say it no i think you crushed it i think people i can hear people upstairs laughing what's the at that second riff. draft of that like i mean the second draft is sort of like maybe scrap this <laughs> yes <laughs> <laughs> cool <laughs> uh, should um, we start I think that would be actually kind of interesting if we brought in our guest right now. Yeah, yeah. Especially because I have a, I got a riff locked and loaded. Ah, fuck. 
Oh my god. Okay, well, there's no I time to even introduce in you. Go. <laughs> okay, um please welcome notable riffer uh Nick Nanny. I mean, empath. That's how I get to Jersey City, honey. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, we Got should um, note, note, put horns here. That was like a, an incredible um, first line. Thank Nick. you. So, yeah. so great job. And the pressure is high right now. I know. Because, high. You know, are we are. Are we going to get we, picked apart by Vulture on this fucking. That's the big well, question. Well, as we said before we started recording, we were recently featured in Vulture in a. Um, they do this roundup best one podcast of the decade and they chose us and we were very flattered by it this is a sec this is a feature that comes out once every 10 years yeah so um, it was huge of course great. i mean yeah. it was still a little disappointing because normally they have a huge gala the vulture gala the vulture um, gala for the best podcast the of the decade. Best podcast of the decade yeah and so i feel a little bit robbed because we mm-hmm. didn't normally we get to like go have this like we get to dress up and we yeah, get to have yeah. these awesome meals what was the theme this year well, it was supposed to be uh, hacking into the mainframe, wow. sort of a throwback to <laughs> cult classic film Hackers. Uh, so we were kind of going to find a way to like uh, elevate that concept. Mm-hmm. Instead, they're I now doing a Zoom cool. reunion for Hackers, <laughs> which is a little less exciting, I have to say. We were yeah. um, the award was going to be presented to us by Lily Collins from Emily in Paris. <laughs> uh, <laughs> who's so going to be in the Hackers remake as the Angelina Jolie character? Ah. Uh, God. Yeah, it's premiering you know, um, on uh, Moby. Really? Oh, yeah. Now, on, on the artist Moby? It's going to premiere on. Uh, isn't Moby a. Uh, Moby. Moby. <laughs> <laughs> Moby. It's premiering on Moby. Wait, what is Moby? Moby is like Moby. a criterion ki- type thing. It's like a. Yeah, they, they premiere a new movie a day. You get, to, you get 30 movies a month. Right. And yeah, there's a, a different like and it's always very like foreign indie, like very foreign indie, like shit I haven't even heard of. So, it, yeah, I and so for the year for the year 2021 <laughs> rather than doing that, they're going to premiere the Hackers remake starring Lily Collins every day. Yeah. <laughs> well, here's my riff on movie. Um more like movie. <laughs> It is they should call it movie. It is interesting that I th- I Vulture. called it, I, I called it Moby because until now I hadn't realized it was a play on the word movie oh yeah yeah <laughs> that's um well nick you you know you mentioned that you're surprised you you don't even know some of the shit they put out on movie that's true um because you're a i'm like kooby kooby <laughs> you're on you're on kooby i'm on kooby Quibi, yeah, we're back to Quibi. Yeah. <laughs> Quibi. Sorry, um, I'm sorry. That was my bad. The the hackers remake starring Lily Collins is premiering on Quibi. Oh yes. <laughs> oh, so that actually makes a lot more sense. Yeah, and that and you Wait, know what? You now that I'm say... saying it out loud, it, act, it that makes so much more sense than that movie. That makes a lot. More it's sense. branding that wise, really I actually think that ma- that makes sense. Yeah. I okay. thought the joke was that it was going to be projected on Moby's bald head. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Which would yeah. You know, that's definitely a fun sort of direction to take that joke in, and I, sure. I like right. that. Well, that's the energy small... I'm bringing to this podcast. I mean, you know, a lot of <laughs> a movie direction. theaters are in trouble, <laughs> and a lot of people are stepping up, you know, in the pandemic, and a lot of people are stepping up to help, and Moby has been projecting movies on his mm. bald head. <laughs> um, which, you know, does classify him as an essential worker. He which is, is an essential so worker. Yeah. And he's gotten an arts grant for it, in fact. Um, yeah. It's tough. I mean, Warner Brothers recently announced that all of their movies are premiering on Moby's bald head. And people are saying, what does this mean for the future of movie theaters? And they're saying, what does this mean for the future of movie theaters? Yeah. Yeah. Are we just going to be outside looking at Moby's head? Yeah, I mean, Nick, as a film uh, head, yeah, you know, would you? It's called when, a cinephile, when, Sam. When, 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 a, as a as a movie pervert, when sure. when you can see movies again, will you go back to the old way, or will you continue watching movies on Moby's head? Uh, <laughs> I think, yeah, I think I, I, I might do a little bit of both. You know, uh-huh. I might, you know, catch some movies in a theater and then i might catch some mobies in the parking lot you know yeah catch a moby kind of catch a moby they actually yeah. he has a he has a um an app called moby pass where you yeah. get <laughs> un- unlimited movies that you can watch on moby's bald head you know no one knows how it works it's like really cheap but you can get unlimited movies yeah 
but it's a matter of you know there's only one moby so there's one moby it can get crowded Oh, Weirdly enough, he's say. trying to save the the movie business in the pandemic. But in order to to make it work, you actually have to be more closely confined than if you were in a normal movie theater because everyone's focusing on just one guy's head, and he's not a big guy. He's not a big guy. There's one movie, The Hackers remake. And, the Hackers yeah. remake starring Lily Collins. I heard she's terrible in it. But the writing is to die for. The writing. So that's the a... thing. It's interesting because in Emily in Paris, many have argued the writing is bad. For the Hackers remake, the writing is actually incredible. It was written by yeah. George Saunders, but Lily Collins <laughs> cannot act for to save her life. Also, Here's the thing I... is, is that it's also a quibby, so you have to turn Moby's head <laughs> to see more of the movie. It's, it's really, really tough. It's really tough. Moby um, has gotten injured because there's someone that's paid to turn him upside down and then right side up. Oh, my God. Well. Here's what I will say. You guys are being so smart and funny today. Like, you know, George, I obviously we dislike each other. Mm. We're, we were mm-hmm. assigned the, these roles as podcast co-hosts. Yeah. But um, th- th- I'm but I'm game recognized game. <laughs> okay, he said game recognized game. I mean, <laughs> I think you know, especially after that pure for men uh, riff. I think this is. I mean the whole the the layers of Moby, Quibi, yes. Moby, mm-hmm. like <laughs> you really hit on a lot right there. Yes. Well, you yeah. know, the two big uh pillars of comedy are uh <laughs> wordplay and cultural references. It's true. I mean And if you can manage many... to do both of them, honey, calling Netflix in a- Emily in Paris is cancelled and you're taking <laughs> over the platform. We're taking the empath to Paris. <laughs> <laughs> In many ways, this is uh, that is our podcast. It is wordplay and cultural references. Yeah, two things That's... I do think of as a hack, but when we do them, they are kind of radical. <laughs> um, well, Nick, how are you doing today? Yeah, what? Uh... <laughs> I'm doing pretty good, man. Uh... Wow, very <laughs> great nice. to hear it. Uh, yeah, I was I was just before this watching uh, the first half hour of Mank. Oh speaking, yeah, yeah. Speaking of Emily in Paris, oh, yeah, speaking yeah, of yeah. Emily in Paris, is uh, Mank supposed to be bad? I I can't tell. I I'm only like 20 minutes into it, and like I even like started and I was like I have to pause this because I have to do this podcast, and I was mm. just like, sorry, why am I? Why am I? Why yeah? <laughs> why am I doing this podcast? It's this this great movie about this old guy I've never heard of before. Uh, but no, it's it's so far it's not very good. I'll say that. Here's what I'll say about Mank. Just watch Citizen Kane. Right. Isn't that what it's about? Thank you. Why would I want to watch a contemporary fake black and white movie about the making of Citizen Kane? I know. When I could just log on to Mubi. And not even about Orson. (laughs) Yeah, it's it's about about Mank. Who the fuck is Mank? I don't know. Who is Mank? No Mank you. No Mank you. Yeah. Here's what I will say. Mank is a funny title, and I'm... You know, I'm happy. I'm kind of proud that the internet hasn't run with it in sort of a, a Rango style, uh, like using this word to make a lazy joke all the time. And here's right. what I'll say about that. It's coming. It's coming, yeah. <laughs> because I think it premiered like this week and people, uh, it's going to be a welcome to Morrowind situation mm-hmm. for sure. Uh-huh, we're going to, okay. it's going to be a chappy. A uh-huh. chappy, yes. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. And, and here's what I will say about those things. Unfortunately, I like those jokes for a little bit you right. know mank is funny they know what they're doing yeah like, there's someone in marketing that's like call it mank trust me uh... <laughs> i think it's gonna get exhausting it's gonna it's gonna start very funny there's gonna be like a there's gonna be like two or three tweets that are really funny mm. and then it's gonna it's gonna get really exhausting and then you may may even hear like your parents say a mank joke it might even get that level wow and then like a year from now it's gonna be funny again. I'm, I'm just, I'm gonna say it's gonna have the Kofifi run. I was literally about to say, yeah. On this podcast, we love Kofifi and think it never was not funny. Kofifi's the best. Yeah. <laughs> if there's one thing we can all agree about in terms of the Trump era, it's that Kofifi is iconic. Yeah. <laughs> Kofifi is the best political comedian of the Trump era. Absolutely. I mean, I, and let me tell I you something: also... the competition is uh, weak. Yeah, that's true. Uh, I mean, I feel that way about Gangnam Style. I feel like Gangnam Style was uh, really 
uh, came back in a big way mm-hmm. a, a few years after okay. it dropped. Sure. <laughs> yeah. George, you disagree? <laughs> well, Sam loves Gangnam Style and David as pumpkins. Yeah, you love that stuff unironically, it feels. Um, Interesting. I'm Gangnam Style, I would argue trial. you genuinely like. I think I do genuinely like Gangnam Style. Yeah. It's so fun, so joyful. Yeah. Did you ever see Mitt Romney Style? <laughs> <laughs> Is that real? Yeah. No, I never saw Mitt Romney Style. It was a college humor music video uh, that came out around the 2012 election. Uh, and it had a guy that looks like Mitt Romney uh, doing this whole Gangnam Style parody. And it's dubbed... But his voice is dubbed by a recognizable comedian's voice, who is famous now. Uh, maybe I shouldn't say his name. I don't know if I should say his name. But but I heard a story behind the scenes that he was really frustrated with the actor's voice, so he dubbed over the entire Mitt Romney style video with his voice. Nick, I'm gonna stop you right there. This sounds yeah. fucking awesome. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, Nick, drop the name. Oh, it's Adam Conover. Oh, we oh. love Adam Conover. <laughs> I, I don't know if that, that's not, that's not like, yeah, I don't think that's. That's not that juicy. No. No, that's not even that juicy. Yeah, not even that juicy. <laughs> yeah, I'll say this about Gangnam Style. Uh, my college boyfriend and I met at a Halloween party where he was dressed as Psy in the Gangnam Style video, and I was dressed as Stefan from SNL. Oh, my Lord. Wow. Wow. Sorry if that dates me. I'm 23. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Shall we do Lord. our first segment? Whoa. Is that crazy? Whoa. Hit me with it. Sam's okay. head's about to explode. <laughs> so, Nick, um, I don't know if you know, this first segment is called Straight Shooters, in okay. which we, uh, you know, sort of gauge your familiarity with straight culture by asking you um, a series of rapid-fire questions. Wow, I said that so, like, clinically. Yeah. Was, you know, you're losing, like, you're losing the spark, you know. It's like I'm you've said it edge. so many times that at this point it's like... I mean, it felt so scripted. It felt like, I mean, it felt like like watching Jimmy Fallon do The Tonight Show. Yeah, you know, it's oh. a little like, I do this because I have to. Like, I'm chained to this desk. Joyless. Um, I actually, sorry, is that... Wait, I actually I, love Jimmy Fallon. I think he does a great job. <laughs> okay. Especially with the political stuff. Sure, I mean, he's the most necessary political voice of our time. Yeah, of course. First of all, Jimmy Fallon is BAF. <laughs> BAF? Bay, Bay? <laughs> Oh. <laughs> uh, grandpa on the pod doesn't even know Bay AF. <laughs> Keep up. If you don't get the Jimmy Fallon is, is Bay the new AF, Mac. then sorry, you can I'm GTFO. Yeah. <laughs> Do you guys remember that commercial where the girl goes, IDK, my BFF Jill? Iconic. Absolutely That's like iconic. one of the most iconic commercials ever. That is like... Like Mad Men wishes... <laughs> What's his name? John Hammond Madman wishes he came up with IDK My BFF Jill. That IDK My BFF Jill was so fucking seared into my mind because it was Wait, like a little bit off. I don't know this commercial. <gasps> what is this Are, like? When was this like from? Sort of a, okay, this is from two thousand three, four. Sure. Yeah. And basically, it's a it's a you know Verizon, AT and T. It's one of those commercial for a cell. Phone company. (laughs) And they're like advertising how much data they have. So it's this girl and she's talking and she's like addicted to her phone and she's talking to her mom and she's talking in all these like online isms. And then there are like subtitles that that translate what she's saying. So she's like, LOL. And the translation's like laugh out loud. And her mom is getting progressively more angry. And she's like, who are you even talking to all these hours? And the girl goes, IDK, my BFF, Jill. (laughs) Wow. I would watch a whole Mank style film. I would watch. <laughs> I would watch a whole Mank style film <laughs> about the making of IDK My BFF Jill on Moby's head. On Moby's oh, head. <laughs> no, I mean, be, because it was like kind of inaccurate, like mm-hmm. obviously, and it was like old people interpreting young people right. and like kind of doing it wrong, but also. It had a, a sing-songiness to it. Yeah. That it really was stuck there for a while. Yeah. yeah. I mean, Yokero Taco Bell wants what IDK My BFF Jill has. <laughs> yeah. Like, um, was it Zoom Zoom? 
Zoom. Oh, oh zoom, that zoom. Zoom, 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 zoom wishes. Zoom Zoom is one of the worst. Zoom Zoom is one of the worst things that has ever come out of the a American project. A little boy project. whispering. A little boy whispering Zoom Zoom is when, not to be hack or whatever, but I do think that's when we started being in the wrong timeline. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> There's a direct so line between Zoom Zoom and Donald Trump being elected, is all I'm saying. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 It's Write all related. That piece. But now Biden's it. here to bring it home, baby. <laughs> oh, nothing but good times ahead. Oh, my God. You guys going to the inaug? <laughs> <laughs> yes. Going to hit up that inaug, brah. Taking yeah, the empath I'd... to the nog. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, me and my whole squad is going to be rolled up to the nod. Like, it's going to be a blast. Yeah. I will say something about Joe Biden. I do think this is going to be the first presidency that's just vibes. <laughs> okay. Okay. Straight let's do shooters. Our first segment. Okay, Sam, okay. take it away. Okay. Um, I'll start simple. Okay. Nick. Yeah. Shirt, blouse, or top. Shirt. Nick, small batch whiskey or big batch vegetarian chili. Big batch vegetarian chili. Mine's actually kind of related to that. Wait, do I have to guess? Yeah, you can't like ask straight... any questions. Oh. Oh my god. Okay, Nick. Mm-hmm. Plant-based meat substitutes or the real thing? You know what I'm talking about. <laughs> Plant-based. Sorry. Not sorry. <laughs> Nick. Sorry, but also not sorry. Demi Lovato. Vibes. Demi Lovato found dead. <laughs> <laughs> Nick. Throwing the baby out with the bathwater or putting the Christ back in Christmas? Let's get that Christ back in there. Um, jokes about British people talking weird or jokes about Australian people talking weird? Uh, British people, baby. Okay. <laughs> uh, Nick, Kate Hudson, Jennifer Hudson, or we're going up to my parents' place in Hudson this weekend to unplug. Oh, we're going to my parents' place in Hudson. Come on now. I wish. Okay, Halo, Halo 2, Halo 3, or Halo by Beyonce? Uh, Halo by Beyonce, baby. HBO Max, TJ Maxx, or New Girls Max Greenfield? HBO Max, honey. Nice. The movie we deserve. The movies. Yeah. The movie we deserve. Take me to the movies. The movie we deserve. <laughs> well, um, we love that, don't we, folks? Nick, what do you, George? What do you think Nick got? Uh, I think, I think he was confident. Mm-hmm. I think he. There was a playfulness. He got the, the assignment. He That's true. And I think it was an absolute home run in a sleigh. So 998 doves? Yes. Nice. <laughs> 99 luff balloons, baby. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. That's true, too. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. We're familiar. And, you know, I, Good I'm reference. Good reference. Co- yeah. Points for cultural reference. <laughs> this is at midnight. <laughs> this is that. Yeah. This is Guy Branham's talk show, the podcast. <laughs> talk show, this the game bunk. show, the podcast. Talk show, the game show, the podcast. Um, so Nick, you know, at this point, I feel like it's, we've been talking for a little bit, you know, we've done the first segment, you yeah. sort of, um, understand the mood, the tone, uh, the mob, the mob, uh, the, the mob. How are you feeling right now? I'm good. I'm a little nervous, you know, about being on the, on the vulture number one podcast. Uh, yeah, you know, I really want to deliver, but uh-huh. I'm having fun. I'm having a good time. You know, I feel good. That's good. Yeah, and that's the first step. Yeah. Yeah. What's your greatest fear of being on this podcast? My greatest fear of being on this podcast is, you know, just like not being able to get that, like, you know, that assembly line of riffs going. Like maybe there's Mm -hmm. maybe, you know, somebody showed up hung over to the riff factory and then like all the riffs are like piling up and they're not coming out the right way. And then. All of a sudden, you know, the normal sauce stuff is coming out of the out of the mouth and into the podcast. And people listening at home are, you know, I'm just hearing a lot of head scratching. Sure. And, yeah. And, you know, people are like, why? Who? What? what? Well put. What is this? Yeah. That's really well put. That's beautiful imagery. Yeah. 
Um, I will argue it's a little hangover phobic. Um, you know, at this yeah, podcast, we're always we celebrate over. being hungover. You celebrate it. <laughs> wow. So, um, you know, first mistake there. Um, <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> but, you know, other than that, I, I think, you know, I don't think you have anything to be afraid of as far as uh, the Rift Factory because... Sure. We have sort of a self-sustaining Rift Factory here at Stradio Lab, right? Yeah. Where, uh, you know, it it takes the normal sauce and it actually uses that to make more rips. Wow! So how about it, that? Well, we were. It's a zero waste program where we take yeah. the discarded normal sauce. You know, parts of culture that people for long have said this is bad, and we bring it up. <laughs> we bring it back, and we kind of sample it in a you know the avalanches type situation, oh and my God. then and then we say here, and then people say. <laughs> I mean, okay. Yeah, they're like, I guess that that works. Like, I guess, yeah. <laughs> that's that's great to hear. That's really good news. For yeah. Me. <laughs> yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah. You know, I yeah. Spit it like, out, Sam. Yeah, just say it. Say. Just say what you want to say. Nick, Come on. are you? Is it intimidating to be on a gay podcast? Wow. Um. You know what? Sure, it it is. You know, <laughs> uh-huh. uh huh. I think at this point it's intimidating to be on any podcast. But wow, very uh, all lives matter. Yes. <laughs> I mean, no. I mean, yeah. exactly. They do. <laughs> but uh, you know, because I, I, you know, you don't. I don't really talk to that gay many people? people. I don't talk to. Yeah, I don't talk to gay people. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh, those people, as I refer them. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm like, okay. So, so what are some, like, fun beliefs you have about gay people? Oh, yeah, sure. <laughs> uh, well, they're immortal, as we all yes, know. It's <laughs> yes, it's true. It's true. Yeah, they, uh, uh, they wear, like, green outfits Oh. oh, you're thinking of the elves from Lord of the Rings. Oh, no, 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 no. I don't think so. Like, yeah, no, no, no. They're like skinny and have long hair oh, and braids. Nick, yeah. that's actually a common. That's, that's no, no, no. Elves. And like, if a horse is coming close, they can just like jump onto it. Sure. No, yeah, that's no, legalist. that's still, oh. still elves. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Damn. All right. Well, then what are gay people? <laughs> <laughs> well, it's kind of like that. Well, they're kind of like <laughs> elves. Um, I mean, you could say we have our own language. Very much. Uh-huh. Yes, we definitely do. Um, they're kind of like See, elves. like, I could say something to George, like, that's a total sleigh. And you would just hear, like, But see, George and I know what that means. Sure, yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. But, uh, no, but. Uh, <laughs> so imagine an elf uh, with body dysmorphia. Uh-huh. Yeah, so take take that elf that you're very familiar with and right. maybe give it, like, a shorter haircut, and that's pretty much it. Oh, okay. So maybe kind of like that elf in the two towers that he gets, like, stabbed by an orc, and he's, like, dying, and he gets kind of, like, Stabbed sweaty. by an orc? We're getting warmer. <laughs> I'm getting there, okay. yeah. Uh, yeah, he's, he's, uh, he's stabbed by the orc. Yes, and he get, and he gets. Sam, do you guys remember this part in Two Towers when uh, Sam is that, the Lord of the Rings fanboy in this podcast? I, Sam, yeah, I know George. you would know this part. That that orc who helps at Helmsteep, he gets like stabbed and he's dying, and he gets like sweaty. That I, I think that's a gay person. Listen, that sounds gay to me, and I haven't seen <laughs> yeah. the Two Towers since it was in theaters. But oh, in my beautiful. experience with gay people, some of them are stabbed by orcs, and some of them do the stabbing. It's a beautiful movie. You should go hit up Moby on that one. It's like... Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, well, I think, you know, cinephiles rejoice. Should we get into the topic? Let's get into the topic. Sure. I've already forgotten it. Oh, no, wait, I remembered. Okay, so I should, do I bring yeah, it up? Yeah, you can, yeah, you should bring it up. Okay, you should bring okay. it up. So I'm a big movie head i i hit up moby all the time i'm uh you know i'm munching i'm a popcorn munching uh big boy and uh i've been thinking a lot about what in the film world is is exclusively or not ex- well not exclusively but but is straight as a yes. concept and what i've come 
down to is I think VHS tapes. VHS tapes are straight. VHS tapes. Yeah. So I guess I know what you're talking about. Mm-hmm. I know the type of person I think you're talking about. Yeah. And it's like a visual thing. Like it's like people do this to like have like a quirky aesthetic. Well, yes. nostalgia is straight. Sure, yeah. Because uh, gay people can't be nostalgic. We didn't have rights <laughs> until Obama. There you go. Uh, so maybe people should consider that. Mm-hmm. And VHS tapes, to me, what do they remind me of? High school. And what was I in high school? In the closet. Mm-hmm. Mm. I'm like, wait, you're aging yourself, but in a confusing way. I'm like, you were watching VHS tapes in high school? Oh, you know what? That's I wasn't. That's correct. true. <laughs> I'm like, you're confusing the timeline of this very show. So maybe, okay, so let's see. When did VHS tapes stop being out of fashion? In 2002? Uh, yes, that sounds about right. Yeah. Okay. They stopped so, making them in like, I think, this is so fucking nerdy, but I know for a fact that the first movie to never, the first movie to be released on DVDs only was Star Wars Episode Three. Revenge of the Sith, Revenge of the Sith, which was in 2005. So, oh. and then, and then from there, like every other like movie was like, well, well, fuck this, I, we don't need to do that. So, yeah, it was just like a slow, or not slow. It was a quick, uh, you know, end. My VHS. first DVDs were uh, Lord of the Rings one and Mission Impossible two. Oh wow, yeah, I think I definitely had Lord of the Rings one. And I don't remember the others. Cool. I think I think my first <laughs> DVD was Fight Club. Wow. Which is Whoa. which is a a gay movie. It now. is a gay movie. People don't yeah. realize. Wait. Everyone always. It, it's crazy that Fight Club and The Matrix, two movies made by mm-hmm. gays and trans, have developed this reputation as alt right men's rights activist movies. But Wait. I think they also are. Like at the same time, they're gay movies and trans movies, right? Yeah, it's just like different readings on it, right? But, but one, one of the readings is more correct, right? Uh, <laughs> the alt right one. You know, yeah. I'm obviously very smart and well obviously. informed. Yeah, but potentially for some dumbass listener out there, um, what's the deal with Fight Club being gay? Now? Its author is gay. Yeah, Chuck Palahniuk. Chuck Palahniuk. Oh, okay. And it's and about... it's about like toxic masculinity. But it's also about like these two guys that are in a relationship, and it's like they're you know they're come on. The Fight Club is about how like you have a boyfriend, and then one day you realize he's imaginary. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> huh. Well, I didn't know that. Well, I mean, I did know that, but our dumbass listener didn't know that. Yeah, drag them. <laughs> <laughs> but so it's not. I feel like the movie is deeply broy though. Yeah, I think it's. It's sort of making fun of that culture. I think they intended it to be like a parody of it. Well, it's like yeah, the 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 I mean it's like guys like beating each other up. Mm-hmm. You can interpret that as endorsing it, but you can also interpret it as like interrogating it. Yeah. If you're smart. Hmm. Yeah, if you're smart. If you're really smart. <laughs> if you're It's the kind of thing where if you're watching it on a VHS, maybe you'll think that it's endorsing it but if you're watching it on moby's head then immediately you're like this is uh, a communist feminist movie yeah <laughs> um uh, nick you you know identify as mostly straight mm-hmm. do you collect vhs's <laughs> incredible uh... question <laughs> because so I I, i'm a i'm a kinsey one i'm a kinsey okay. one so nick describe what it is to be a kinsey one you know, sometimes you make out with men as a joke. And, and oh, as a joke. As, as a, a joke. joke, yeah. Interesting. <laughs> Interesting. So it's really funny to It's you really you funny, you know, because, like, some people are like, wow, that's, like, different. And then, uh, you know. Um, and you're like, no, I'm normal. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So, um, for the listeners, Nick and I have made out in the past. And that is the huge bomb drop that this entire episode is. That's juicy, baby. The juicy bomb drop. I was not going to let this episode end without bringing it up. Yeah. uh, Unless, of course, it 
I didn't uh, bring it up, which I, was an option. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> yeah, me and Sam have a, a history, a, a herstory. A herstory. Her mm-hmm. Thank you for yeah. speaking our language. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, he gets it. Wow, this guy gets it. <laughs> you know, I thought he was just a Kinsey one, but he's actually pretty cool. Let me tell you something. This is a sleigh. So, Nick... Uh, talk about your self disco- your discovery of your Kinsey One identity. Um, well, in in high school, I had a very close friend uh, who we would kind of uh, we would have sleepovers mm-hmm. and we would like kind of uh, jerk each other off. Sure, like but but we wouldn't like talk about it. You can't. We wouldn't acknowledge wow. it. It was always in the dark. Honestly, and this that, sounds very Kinsey Six to me. I yeah. know. It, so it went hot. up there in the scales. You know, I had to bring it down a bit as I got older. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, mm-hmm. you know, and then, uh, and, and I didn't really understand what it was because I wasn't like, you know, I, I was like into it, but I, w- I, I knew that I wasn't gay, but it was just something that I was like, that, I did like at the time. Mm-hmm. And then two years later, he like came out to me and I think he was like thinking that I was going to come out too, but yeah. I didn't, uh, I say in the and closet, he was like, um, awkward turtle. Awkward turtle <laughs> yeah. vibes. Awkward turkey. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so yeah. And I've, I've always been like, there's like certain guys that like I'm attracted to, but it's mostly been Poontang, bro. Nice. <laughs> Please let me know if um this is too... Per- how many guys have you had any kind of romantic contact with? I'd say it's like five or six, maybe. Huh. Wow. Yeah. I'm like, this is juicy. This is, this is sort of a, a, a turn for our podcast <laughs> in a way that, like, you know, I thought this might be on the table, but I'm I'm like, this is juicy, baby. Yeah. It's <laughs> full of juice. It's um, full of juice. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, uh, you know, none of them have been that, like, uh, fulfilling to me. Yeah. I'll say that. Mm-hmm. I've never, like. It, okay, drag me. Yes. Yeah, truly. Drag Sam. <laughs> there's there's a novelty factor to it. Yeah. You know, uh, like, oh, this is different. And But sometimes it's like, you know, it's it's rare that it gets, you know, it gets really uh, hot. Yeah, right? yeah. So. Well, if it's something you want so you're in the mood for so rarely, then it's hard to get those 10,000 hours in, as Malcolm Gladwell would yes. say, so that you yeah. can really get good at it. Yeah, yeah, and I think that's yeah. the that's the issue. What, Malcolm, it's kind of like, is... like raisins for me, you know. Like I'm not, I'm not, I'm not picking raisins up. That at is store. such a good comparison because that is exactly <laughs> how I feel about raisins. I mean, yes, if they're in a carrot cake, then sure, yeah, I'll have some. Yeah, but the other day, my boyfriend wanted to make meatballs that had raisins in them. Oh my god, come on! I'm like, that sounds good to me. What's the? Ugh. Sam, you're gay. <laughs> yeah, seriously, gay. Let me and this. Nick, the two Kinsey one adults in the room, have this <laughs> <Yeah>. conversation. <laughs> but um, yeah, interesting. <laughs> interesting. Do you think like was that ever not to be like I don't know was that ever like weird? Were you ever like what the fuck is up with me? Or was it just were you always like chill about it? Uh, Do you love definitely... talking about this. What's do that? you hate this or do you love no, this? No, 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 I'm into this. Uh, okay, go ahead. I, I think when I was like, when, when I had my first experiences, I was like, what the, f-? I was like, what the fuck? And also, uh, my friend who I hooked up with, uh, he was like, like almost every adult was like, oh, he's going to be a gay person. Sure. You know, or he is a gay person already, but he doesn't know it. And, uh, or maybe he does. And uh, <laughs> this was what they would say out loud all the time. <laughs> Very rude. They're Long that's Island. The, that's people. the real yeah, conversation. That's how Long Island goes, people figure things gonna, out. One of them goes, "He's going to be gay." The other one goes, "Maybe he already is." And then the other one goes, yeah. "Well, maybe he doesn't know it." And then the fourth one, who's yeah. like the most progressive one, goes, ah, "Honey, maybe he does." 
<laughs> and she is holding a martini. She is holding a martini, and suddenly uh, reveal they're the four ladies of Sex in the City, and the last one was Samantha. <laughs> but so, like, adults knew that he was gay, and uh, my parents. I think they had like a couple of red flags of, about me like hanging out with him sure. so much. And I remember one time my mom, we were driving somewhere and she was she was like kind of asking me if I was gay, and I was like fourteen at the time and and I was like I was like I, I no I'm not and and then she pulled over the car and started crying. <laughs> she really wanted you to be gay. No, 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 I know. I'm kidding. <laughs> no, <laughs> she are you she, gay? No, and then she starts crying. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck. Oh my god, that's so dark. Yeah, and then she was like, I just want you to know that it's a hard life if you choose to, do- or she didn't say choose, but she did yeah. say, like, well, it is a hard life. Lines. I mean, we self produce this podcast. Right. Can you imagine how hard that is? We bought microphones. If we were straight, we would be in the network. Yeah. You guys have to eat raisins every <laughs> we day. We have to eat raisins every day. Yeah. <laughs> I do have a, I do have and this and now our I love when our podcast actually talks about its uh, subject matter, which is straight culture. Mm. I am so fascinated with the fact that so many straight guys were the ones that like in early teenage years would kind of initiate homoerotic interactions in a way do you know what i mean like i remember being closeted and seeing that there were like guys in my grade that would like jerk off together and like watch porn together and i would always be like that's a straight thing that i can't do because i'm gay (laughs) (laughs) yeah like what's up with that it's like a thin it's a thin line yeah like it's you know because because it's like if you're comfortable with that that means you're not gay and if you're weird about it that means you are gay Right. There but then just... there's, like, some guy, like, there's a whole, like, men in prison thing, too, where they, like, they have sex with each other and they kind of, like, understand that this yes. is because we have no access to women yes. and we do this, you know. Yeah, I think it's, you know what? I think it's messed up. I'm just going <laughs> to say and I'll And I'll say one thing. I think sexuality across the board we could do away with. Yeah. It causes <laughs> nothing but trouble. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, Sam. Yeah, how was hooking you know, up with Nick for you? Um, it was a dream come true. Great. <laughs> um, you know, Nick, I think you're one of the hottest people on earth. Um, and you're so sweet, and uh, we'll always have Tokyo. It's Nick, true. We will I think always have. I Tokyo. predict that when this episode is released, our rabid gay listeners will flood your DMs. I hope so. Leaving you then rabid, and then when you come back on the leaving podcast, me, they'll they'll infect you with their rabies. <laughs> Gay men have rabies, and then when you come back on the podcast, you'll be like Kinsey Six hooking up with guys oh left my and right. God. Yeah, uh, I think no, but I also think Nick, if I can say, yeah, you're a very generally uh, just a, a a chill person, chill. which is why person. it's. Like, so, like, uh, you know, when we have <laughs> whatever it is we've done, Ooh. it's been, <laughs> you've always been very, like, chill about everything in a way that was like, wait, this is cool. Like, even if it's like, you know, just like this one time <laughs> blank Sam's years ago, it's love. like, <laughs> it's fun. Yeah. I, I think it's like a very cool thing. Well, I, you know, I. I never want to make anybody feel uncomfortable about, you know, who they are. <laughs> that makes one of us. Yeah. Um, but also, like, I, I, you know, I love you, Sam. I think you're, you know, uh. you're, you're one of my favorite people. And, you know, and it, it, it was, uh, it was exciting. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, God. This is... Uh... <laughs> And Nick, I love you too. You're yeah. one of my closest friends. And, and this is but also it always, it's always been like it's always been under like funny circumstances that we've hooked up. Like Okay, should mm-hmm. I leave? 
<laughs> yeah, George, can you close your Zoom? I think we're going to get into something. This is like uh, the split screen and the rules of attraction that we were talking about. And now you're both going to be walking, walking, walking. And suddenly it seems you're in the same room. Okay, Roger Avery. Jeez, Louise. Okay. Um, wait, Nick, keep going. What were you saying? Oh my the God. weird well, circumstances? He was, well, he was the first okay, time I'm we... turning off my camera. The first time we hooked up, that was... I mean, that's such a funny story. <laughs> Tell it. You don't think so? <laughs> uh, it's funny, but it's also embarrassing and weird. <laughs> but basically, we I had friends, comedy friends over, and we were all texting Nick because Nick was... Like, I was very new in comedy, and <laughs> Nick was very flirty, and I was always like, oh, yeah, he wants to... And all, like, you know, our friends are like, yeah, he definitely wants to hook up. Like, oh, my God. Like, and you were at the creek. I was which, at the creek, R.I.P. Rest in peace. Yeah. <laughs> and you were like, okay, I, well, I'm going to... Like, I, we were texting you. You were at a show there, and I was, like, uh, kind of close. My apartment was in Greenpoint. Yeah. And you were like, I'll be there to hang out with this all these people. Basically, right after you get there, everyone leaves. Yeah. And then we hang out and start making out. Yeah. And then you're like, oh, I'm not really into this, but I'll stay here. <laughs> and like, and I was like, oh, dang. And then you're like, but I'll stay and like cuddle and sleep here tonight if you want. Yeah. And I was like, this I thought is... that was a reasonable offer. <laughs> <laughs> And I was like, okay. And then, like, waking up the next day was so funny. Like, yeah. being like, why are you here? This is crazy. Oh. <laughs> I have to say the description of this interaction is the healthiest relationship anyone who has ever been on this podcast has ever described. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It Interesting. was, uh, yeah. And then I feel like that was, like, the true beginning of our friendship. That'll do it. Night. Yeah, yeah, that'll do it. <laughs> you woke up the next day and you were like, "Best friend." It was like the yeah. dude wears my. It was you were the two guys and dude wears my car. Sam became the <laughs> Elaine to my Seinfeld that night. You mm. know? Oh, he's Seinfeld. <laughs> George, yeah. do you want to be George? No, honey, you can be George. <laughs> Ooh la la! You know, I've always thought George is the hottest. Oh, Seinfeld. that's right. That's true. <laughs> the Very George Seinfeld. <laughs> George Seinfeld. They're all. It's about They're a family. They're all related. They're all Elaine siblings. Seinfeld, yeah. Jerry Seinfeld, George Kramer Seinfeld. Seinfeld, Kramer Seinfeld. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Wow. Well, how do we and come back from this? I don't know. I wonder if there's a. I don't know. I don't know. I'm stuck. If 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 I guess we should add this to the packet and say, you know, mm -hmm. if you want to write for us, definitely think about how to make the the Sam and Nick um sort of plot line yeah. will um, they, pop they? at the will end. Well, they won't they they did. They did. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Interesting. It always has been weird, but fun and chill. <laughs> so, I love that about us. <laughs> has it always been weird? It seems like you guys are in a very good place. And I guess I mean weird by like, it's like we hang out often. Sure. Yeah. And then it's so it's like these, it happens like every once in a while. Mm -hmm. And so it's like weird because it's like not normal, if that makes sense. Like it's not like expected when we hang out. Like that's not the <laughs> the goal. So it's, that's why I think it's weird. Yeah. It's extra credit. It's extra credit. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like now I feel weird. George, do you have do you have a friend like me? Do you have I'm a, a, no. A well, I I mean we've talked about this. Sam is so much more uh, successful at finding the Kinsey ones of the world. Let's say yeah. that. Um, and you know what I say to that? They find me. Uh, yes, and often they are in fact Kinsey zeros. <laughs> <laughs> you know, a lot. Okay, here's what I will say. I. Uh, uh, so many times yes. I've been like, this straight man is hitting on me. And yep. then I like, will they, won't they with him for like a year. Mm -hmm. And then I'm like, okay, I'm going to start having self-respect and stop doing this. And then, and then Nick comes along four and years say, later, he's bi. Right. And so it's like, oh, I okay, see. wait, oh, they, I do have they one. They come out as bi. I have one I feel like, thing. Oh, that has happened like three times. Wow. There is this guy who uh, is a friend of a friend who I've met once who... Is in no way, he is 100% straight, but he keeps, 
he's interested in a friend of mine and past guest, uh, Mary Beth Brown. And so he sends me like almost nudes of himself. And he's like, for Mary Beth. <laughs> I think oh. that's messed up. I think no. he knows what he's doing. Oh, it's fine. He knows what he's doing, yeah. He's jerking I off think... in the locker room. Yeah. You know. Which, nice. But then he's one of these straight guys that likes attention from gay men a lot. And I like giving it to him. Yeah. <laughs> we're, we're out there. We we exist. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Um, so VHS tapes, huh? Like, uh... <laughs> so the VHS wow. tapes. Wow. I forgot that that was our VHS tapes. I, I can't think of anything more misleading. And wow, you know, I feel like when we got on this podcast <laughs> and you started talking about VHS tape, VHS tapes, VHS tapes. <laughs> Sam, you are so flustered. <laughs> I was like. I was like, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's let's we're we're just gonna be normal this episode. Sure. We're not gonna talk about it. We're not. We're gonna be normal. <laughs> but I knew you would I bring just, it up. I had to bring you it knew, up. I yeah. knew, and I I could see you squirming in your little seat from the moment we mentioned VHS tapes. You were like, okay, but when am I gonna bring it up? And I think you brought it up at the right time. I mean, the fact that we've gone from Moby Quibby movie to VHS tapes to Kind of uh, an initially uncomfortable but ultimately heartwarming story about mm-hmm. men being men. Uh, <laughs> I mean, what else do you want in a podcast? I don't know. Vulture. I don't know. Vulture. Maybe. Uh, Vulture. Maybe let uh, us know. Vulture tweeted us. <laughs> Vulture. I mean, I have to say, if anything, this this one might get featured in um in the cut. Oh my god. <laughs> I mean, I can see um. Out.com. Out.com, which is now run by... uh, conversation. Yeah, it's now run by um, kind of an evil uh, machine. Oh, that's too bad. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, sad for them. (laughs) It might probably get featured in uh, oneisthelonelyestnumber.com. That's uh, the Kinsey One publication. (laughs) Sorry, I don't subscribe, which is ignorant of me. Yeah. (laughs) Um... We like men, sort of. That's, uh, <laughs> that, yeah, I don't know. That's it's that mostly one. unfulfilling, but out. it's a fun novelty. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, wow. I mean, I feel like uh, more than ever, we left it all on the court. Yeah. And thank you for bringing it back to the court. <laughs> Pass the ball. Catch the ball. Catch the ball. Go long. <laughs> I'll you. I'll play shortstop, and I'll play pitcher. And can someone get the bowling pins ready? Popcorn for sale. Popcorn for sale. Um, should we do our final segment? I guess so. I don't even know what mine will be. I actually do know. Great. What mine will be. Well, please explain the segment and then do yours. Okay, Nick, our final segment is called uh, Shoutouts. Uh, George hates it, but that's because he's jealous of how good it is. I, I'm, I am genuinely just bad at it, and that's you okay. You are actually good at it, and it's funny and a good way to end the episode. Okay, fine. Um, and <laughs> and uh, basically, you give a shout-out to anything that you like um, in the style of sort of a 2002 TRL situation, shouting back to your squad back home. Okay. Uh, so I have one in mind, so I will go. What's up, listeners? Um, I just want to give a huge shout out to Spa Castle in Queens. This is sort of Nick and I's undying lands where, you know, now we don't hook up anymore. He is married and monogamous, but we go to Spa Castle and we hang out naked and we eat weed edibles and we just sort of chat about what's going on in our lives. And it's the most beautiful place in the world. And yes, sometimes if you go in the steam room, people are jerking off. And if you don't want to do that, that's fine. And if you do want to do that, I think that's also fine. Like, I do whatever go all the way off do whatever you feel but um i want to give a huge out to spot castle it's beautiful and i love to be dipping in those little pools naked with misha and my dearest friend nick <laughs> Woo! 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 um you know what i'd like to give i'd like to give just a hearty shout out to the concept of sexuality we have learned so much about it this episode, 
and it is such a beautiful world we live in where so many different kinds of people can exist and coexist and intermingle with one another and all i have to say is onward comrades to new frontiers in human sexuality all right i'll do one um Yo, bring that energy what's up, up, everybody? It's me, Nikki Boy from the Sun. Everybody, shout out to television. Uh, <laughs> click it on, change the channel, put on anything you want. We got it all on this shit, baby. Put that shit on. Put it on in the background. Be on your phone. It don't fucking matter. Watch whatever you want. So much stuff to watch. People being funny. Ha ha ha. People being sad. Oh my god. People killing each other. It's so great. And sometimes you can even jerk your little pecker to it. (laughs) Television. Wherever you are, it's on, baby. Wow. I love your new slogan for television. Wherever you are, (laughs) it's on, baby. It's It's on, baby. I love that because it's um, one of those slogans that's simply untrue. Yeah, you know, it's not necessarily always on. Mm-hmm. Um, like I, I love the slogan for Equinox, where it's like, "It's not fitness; it's a lifestyle." It's like, well, it's <laughs> no, fitness. it's it's fitness. <laughs> You're uh, literally saying what it like. It's, it's not what it is. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Fitness. Yeah. <laughs> it's fitness. Beautiful. Um, well, this has been a beautiful, gorgeous, really um, gorgeous, interesting episode. It was an honor for um, me to bear witness to it. Yeah. Um, Nick, thank you for doing it. Thank you so much for having me. Um, uh, and Nick, you know, uh, let's hook up sometime. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) George, let's get it going. All right, cool. See you then. Wow. Thank you to all our glamour girls worldwide (laughs) and all our Kinsey ones. If we you're a Kinsey you, one, write to us at straightylab at gmail.com. Yeah, if you're a Kinsey one, reach out. And also we generally reach out. We're you. we're soliciting listener questions for a special potential future episode. So in fact, unironically, please email us at straightylab wow. at gmail.com. I think we'll have to record a more formal uh thing about that. Wow, okay, cool. So but I appreciate you trying to tag it on at the end in some weird, unnatural way. Jesus sure. Christ. Okay, let's stop. Okay, bye. (laughs) Bye.